Welcome to Rocktown Emergencies, a podcast that focuses on emergency services in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. It includes law enforcement, fire departments, rescue squads, volunteer and career, and others throughout the emergency services industry. Now, here's your host, Paul Helmuth. In this episode, we continue our series with Chief Lee Shiflett from the James Madison University Police Department. Chief Shiflett is retiring after 33 years of service, and this week, we talk about advice he has for the up-and-coming officer, as well as customer service from the police department standpoint. What's the, uh, what's in the amount of time here, you've seen a lot of changing, you've seen a lot of events occur here. What's the biggest event that you can think of that occurred here that you had to be a part of? I would say game day both times and uh, when then pres- uh, uh, presidential candidate Obama coming. Um, those three are the biggest events that we've had on campus, no I, doubt. And, and uh, I, don't, I don't know the exact numbers, more of just speculation from rumors that, you know, the, at least the two game day events were some of the largest game day events they have had. Yes. Well, obviously the stadium was full that day, but not everyone on the quad went to the stadium. So, you, you know, the stadium holds 25,000. You at least had ten to 15,000 on the quad. So, upward, and homecoming's pretty much the same way. Homecoming's probably thirty to 35,000. Game day was probably thirty-five to 40,000 total that visited that day. When it, when it comes to college law enforcement, what do you think the biggest challenges will be in the future? Um, I've got two kids. One just graduated with his master's, another one's a junior here. So um, right now it's having people take personal responsibility. Uh, you know, our biggest, one of the biggest things is we saw with the uh, incident with the clowns last year on social media. Yeah. Hey, you know what? A clown is, uh, you know, if you don't see it, don't pass it on social media. It's all the scams you see, like, you know, two people in a van are trying to kidnap someone in Walmart with a puppy. Well, it may have happened in California, but when you call locally around here, it hasn't happened. We haven't seen it. If you don't see it, don't forward it. Don't. If you see something, obviously report it. Right. But this, the personal responsibility, locking your doors, taking personal responsibility for your property, your behavior, not blaming it on someone else. And I think... You know, that's that's the biggest change I've seen. You talked about crimes of opportunity on campus. Mm-hmm. I know in the city, one of the things, especially in the neighborhood I live in, is is um, breaking into automobiles. And, and my one neighbor has talked about the fact he's had his cars broken into three, four, five times, but every time his car's unlocked. Well, if and, you'd lock your cars, yes. You'd limit that because if you watch all the videos from everyone, they go through the cars and say, yes. is it locked or unlocked? Or the vent shades. Right. The vent shades where they leave the window down half an inch and someone sticks a coat hanger through. But here's, a, I'm going to share something with you that a lot of people don't think about. And I've presented to the parents council a number of times. And the, uh, my kids are safe or safer. My kids, your kids, any, any student is safer here on campus than they are any place else they've ever lived. Where else do you, are your doors locked 24-7? Right. Where else do you have a sprinkler system and a fire alarm system? Where else do you have hauled, you know, when my kids were in high school, my wife and I left, there was no one there to watch them. They had to take personal responsibility. I'd trust them. You leave, a, you know, a dorm here, you've got hall directors, RAs. You've got a fire department that can be on campus in under two minutes. You've got a police department that can respond in under two minutes. 
Where else in Virginia can you can you get that? You oh, can't. No. You know, you prop a door at your house. Well, it's open till you come back home. You prop a door here longer than 50, 15 seconds and the local alarm's going off and people are looking. Yep. Uh, so they're safer here than they are any place. That, they're safer here than they are at home. And that's, that, but, that says a lot. But now, there's what personal responsibility comes in. If you leave, you know, the front door's lock, front door to every dorm locks itself. If you decide to leave your room door unlocked, that's personal responsibility. You're negating those... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> those systems that we've gave, given you to keep you safe. If you leave your car door unlocked, that's on you. That's on no one else. Yep. Uh, so, you know, our students, if they if they are mindful of uh, the security measures we've given them, then they're safe. If you negate those, then you're just you're increasing your chance to be a victim. So, if there was something you were to wish you could have changed while you were here, what would that be? Um, you know, I can't say there's anything because we've had a great administration. If we come up with something, uh, well, you know, as, as many times as you all want changes, oh, yeah. we get right on it. Um, you know, if we suggest something that's going to make our community safer, our administration, Mr. King, our senior VP, our president, Mr. Alger, Dr. Rose, Dr. Carrier, without hesitation, they did it. Well, I, I, can, um, I can say we've sat through meetings and said, hey, we really think this should happen. And I will tell you, it's it's done before you even think about it. Yeah, it's done the next day. Usually. Yeah. It's, it, you know, if we have the, the means and the ability, we're going to change. And if not, it's going to be put in a budgetary for a budgetary consideration. And, you know, those things go to the top of the list. So, uh, you know, funds are not unlimited. But when we ask for it and show a need, it's it's funded. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if I could if I could change anything. It would be those students that didn't leave here that passed away, whether it be the young lady hit by a bus, the kayaker that we found downstream, uh, some other kids that we, you know, that's the only thing I would change. There's nothing else I would change here. It, it, and it, at least in those two instances, you know, those were all preventable deaths that occurred. Well, um, as, as with any young life, most deaths are preventable. Yep. But, you know, if I could change anything, I'd go back and change that day where I could help them. But, yeah. you know, outside of that... Uh, Everything we've suggested, administration's done. So, is there is there a difference between what JMU as a campus police department offers that other campus police departments of similar size don't aren't able to offer because of that? I think the service. I don't think no one offers the service that we do as a as a university. Uh, it doesn't. You know, I, I was doing today. The ATF were training here. I, we needed to get in. We got into the stadium. They opened it up. Uh, we needed to get underneath the set. Of, I called a plumber. I didn't have to put a work order in. I called an electrician for some things we had to do. No one here says that's not my job. I don't care what their job is. If it if it's to benefit the mission, you know, someone says, Lee, can you come over here and hold this ladder for me? And I went, sure. It's not my job description, but I'm going to do it. And I think that's that's unique to JMU. Uh, no one's worried about their job description. We're worried about getting a job done. And that's, you know... I, and I hear I hear frustration on the radio from people uh, at other other agencies saying, "Hey, can you get so and so?" Well, no, they're not. That doesn't happen here. Right? Someone's coming to help you if you call. Yeah. If for a young law enforcement officer coming up through the ranks, they're just starting out. What's the word of advice you would give them? <clears throat> um, I, it's the same thing I give to everyone I hire. Uh, it's a first speech. And here's the other thing. Our average age is 47. Our average experience level, 16 years experience. So unlike most departments, 
we've got to experience but it doesn't matter if you've got 30 years experience when you know when i offer you that job i offer two things that piece of advice you will treat everyone here like you want your mom treated your wife treated your husband treated uh and when you can look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and say you know i give them everything i could service and if you have to arrest someone it's not personal treat them with you know when i got in law enforcement they said everyone has to earn your respect well i believe that for the first year or two and I start seeing how you treat people. Everyone has my respect now till you make me take it away from me. You still got my respect. Again, it's not personal. I'm going to respect you. I don't care who you are, whether you're driving a BMW or you're homeless. You've got the same respect. Uh, you don't have to earn it. And our community should never have to earn your respect. They should have it automatically. So those are the two things. You treat people like you want your family to be treated, and you give everyone respect. Uh, and when it becomes, if it ever becomes personal, it's time to quit. Uh, it's never been personal to me. So, how about to your successor? Um, He's got a great. He or she has a great department. Um, great people, um, and it's only going to get better. Uh, hopefully, uh, they take it to the next level, uh, and our people will not ex uh, accept anything less. We've got great people, and that's a, that's the success of this department. And I always joke about our supervisors. They don't, you know, I don't give you a lobotomy when I promote you to corporal. I don't give you a lobotomy when I promote you to sergeant or chief. You know, why have everyone around the table shaking their heads? Yes, chief, that's what we want to do. I want someone to tell me, no, that's not what we should do. Right. Instead of having 34 years experience, when I get my two majors around the, around the table and I ask them questions, I've got 100 years experience there to draw, to draw on. I don't have all the answers. I, Mike Lehman, who's retired, who's sitting here with us, retired from the Sheriff's Department. I ask him from time, what do you think? It's, I'm not territorial. Uh, and I hope that the next person sees how much the wealth of experience they have here and they draw on it. There are times when I make a decision I don't consider them, but if I have time, I, I ask. Well, and you, getting the input still helps shape your, your, your dis final decision. And it helps them because I'm not always around. I try to be around, but... You know, that back and forth, they're learning, I'm learning. So if I'm not around, I'm, you know, I'm in the mountains fly fishing somewhere, they'll, we had that discussion with the chief, and I think this is what we should do. What do you think your biggest success in the department is? Um, I think the, uh, the knowing my people, their families, what they like, what they don't like. And I think uh, we've been successful because... I've uh, put people where their strengths are and made them work on their weaknesses. But you don't set someone up for failure by, you know, if you you know that I'm not good at dispatch, why well, put me in dispatch? Put me in there for a while, let me learn, but put me where my strength is, where I can, where I can really get the most out of a person. Right. You know, my strength's not paperwork. My strength's interacting with the public or on the street. I hate paperwork. I'm terrible at it. That's my weakness. I try to avoid it as much as possible, but I can't. But, you know, just... Understanding what drive and what understanding what drives each each individual officer because they're not the same. Some are here for the benefits. Some are here for the money. Some are here because they like interacting with students. Some are here for the lower call volume. Some are here to go to school. Understanding what drives them and you know, I know you know again knowing everyone's name, what they like, what their family does, where they live at. I think that's that's huge. So I want to talk about customer service, but specifically for you. Because you do something that I don't think you would find a lot of police chiefs around. Why don't you tell me what you do on graduation during graduation day? 
at least at the start of graduation. Um, because I have such good command staff and, and our lieutenant over uh, special events does, and our sergeant does such an amazing job, I ride around and uh, pick up people that are having mobility issues or have parked a distance away and give them rides. Um, and I find that very gratifying. Uh, and then I go to the command center. But before that, I'm given escorts. And a lot of times, you know, if I'm not in uniform, they have no idea who I am. And that's a good thing. You know, um, their grandparents, some are parents, but grandparents that, you know, the ones I did, two of them I did this year is their first first person in their uh, family to graduate from college. It was, they're like, you're the chief of police? And I'm like, well, because I wasn't wearing a uniform. Well, how, I seen your badge. Yes, sir. Why are you giving us rides? Why shouldn't I? So, again, I can't expect my people to do something that I'm not going to do myself. Right. Um, you know, it is what it is. That's old school, but it works. JMU offers, you talked about the different services. You unlock vehicles. You jump vehicles. Mm -hmm. You've got an escort service. People may see it drive around Harrisonburg. You've got a van that's marked escort Escorts. service. What kind of escort service do you offer? Well, those are typically for our students uh, on campus. Uh, we will go off campus pick up students. It's a safety escort. We also have cadets that do walking escorts. They start at 6 p.m. at nighttime and go till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, depending on the night. Uh, but we don't, you know, we don't limit. Again, my thing with my dispatchers, my supervisors, you don't say no till I say no. Right. Let me be the one to decide, well, I'm not feeling it today or no. We, you may have to wait five or ten minutes, but we're going we're to accommodate your request if we can. Some things we can't, but if I'm the one that's going to say no. Uh, and I think, you know, we're getting paid to protect and serve. So right. why should we draw a line and saying we're not going to do this? Now, obviously, there's certain requests we can't do, but most we're going to try to accommodate. So, so what are your plans now that you're going to retire? Um... I'm going to fly fish a lot. Uh, my wife's going to be teaching semester abroad uh, in the spring of 2020. So I'll travel overseas a little bit. And uh, don't have any specific plans other than that. I'll huh? be on a river somewhere four or five days a week, I can assure you. <laughs> well, that'll be good. Yeah. So, all yeah. right. Chief Shefflett, thank you very much for spending time with me. I appreciate thank it. you for asking. I want to thank Chief Shefflett for taking some time to talk with me. His leadership within JMU and the surrounding community will be missed. I also want to congratulate him on his retirement. You can find JMU Police on JMU's website at jmu.edu forward slash public safety. Don't forget to like the episode and subscribe to the channel. I also look forward to hearing from you in the comments. Until next time, have a safe week. Thank you for listening to Rocktown Emergencies, a podcast focused on emergency services in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. You can follow Rocktown Emergencies on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find the podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps. If you want to email Paul, you can email him at paul at rocktownemergencies.com. Join us next time for Rocktown Emergencies and have a safe week.